Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Rings and Roses podcast, part two, doing this with my cousin Allie and my sister Kayla. Very excited about this to talk to them about this wild season of The Bachelorette. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm fantastic. I can't wait to rip Claire to shreds tonight. <laughs> I know you've been particularly excited about it, Allie. I am ecstatic. I really haven't had an outlet to talk about how much I dislike her. <laughs> so this will be quite therapeutic for me. Good. Well, we, yes. this is an opportunity to let it all out. So, <laughs> so uh, the, the previous episode was a crazy one, and it started off with Yosef. Oh, gosh. Yosef. <laughs> Which was really wild because he was really, really upset about the strip dodgeball, which he didn't even partake in. <laughs> and then, of course, the first thing he has to say is, remember, I'm a dad. I have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm missing time with my daughter. And it's like, yeah. you do realize you're the one who left, right? Right. I feel like I have a lot of mixed feelings, though, on the whole Yosef thing. Because... Yeah. I feel like there's a lot to unpack there. Like it was like, I did feel like obviously he was being like crazy and ridiculous and whatever mm. and, and stuff. But like, I also feel like Claire totally, like if he actually came to her with a legit concern, yes. like she totally shut him down and did not even give him one second to be able to, like she turned it immediately back on herself. And that's kind of what I have the problems with. Yeah, I agree. If, and I feel like if you peel back all of the anger that Yosef had towards her, like, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with what he said about strip dodgeball. I feel like, Sure. It's a double it's, standard. It's absolutely. If if a bachelor did that to a ton of girls, oh, could you imagine what people would say? Would so be. I feel like if you peel back what the emotions that he had, I did not like the way he presented the information to her. The mm -hmm. delivery was exactly. very rude. Um, yes. It's not about what you're saying. It's about how you're saying it. Mm -hmm. You have legitimate concerns, but he basically said it in the worst way possible by almost alluding to her being a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the best and way I, to go about it. He totally knew that he was the villain, though, and I feel like he was playing that into that so much. So his concerns were probably pretty valid, but I think obviously he plays into it for you know various reasons knowing that he would already came out of the gate like the first night as the villain mm -hmm. so i you know do i disagree with him walking away i think that's probably the best thing for him i think he should go home you know i i, I think you should go home you should be with your daughter and maybe uh really reevaluate a lot about yourself yeah. but also like like i said there's a lot to unpack with Claire in that time too. Right. And one of the interesting things about Yosef and, and I had this discussion with both Bryant and Julia on one of the previous podcasts is he mm -hmm. definitely felt like a producer's pick. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Which you can I have a problem with. A mile away. Yeah. You have a problem with that? I absolutely have a problem with it because I understand that you've got to make good TV, but you can make good TV with just about anything uh, mm -hmm. As far as these guys are concerned, there was like, what, I want to say 31 of them. You don't need to keep one around that she doesn't care about, particularly just because you know that there's going to be drama involved with it. Mm -hmm. There's going to be drama especially, anyway. I mean, especially because the producers had to have known the direction that this season was going in. And like, did we need a villain? No. Probably not. No. I don't think we did. I don't think we did either. And, and honestly, I think when comparing The Bachelor versus The Bachelorette, I feel like there is tons more drama on The Bachelorette. Like, men, yeah. surprisingly, create so much more drama than 31 women. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think that's very interesting. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. And they don't, like, with The Bachelor, I don't think that they have to create a lot of that drama because I think that that's kind of, 
very like, I don't know, it's natural. It's, it's very authentic, but for like the males, it almost seems like the producers are like chirping in like, Hey, aren't you like pissed about this? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, doesn't this really bother you? Mm -hmm. It's very forced, but there are some things that happened where the guys have been talking that maybe weren't forced perhaps when, uh, Dale went in with Claire for an hour. <laughs> Can you imagine being on that group date and being like, how long has it been? I'd be furious. He said it was going to be five minutes. Yes. Yeah. The whole, like the whole thing. I don't know. The whole, that Dale is, I feel like it's its own topic, like in and of itself, because it's just, you know, I'm not buying any part of the fact that those two of them did not know each other beforehand. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying it for one minute. I'm hoping some more truth is revealed on the next episode with that, because um, I definitely think they were talking on social media. 100%. Right. We need some tea, right. and the tea is hot. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see the one tweet about Dale and how he's like a party city model? Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Like, he was modeling all these different like Halloween costumes, and um, it was like what, what's her face, Hannah Ann, when they realized that she was in like all those like weird commercials. <laughs> Uh, and how he looks like the Polar Express girl. <laughs> what? I have not seen this. I know exactly. And now I can't I unsee it. I know exactly which girl you're talking about, and I yes. can't. I can't unsee it. I know. I it at all. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It that. Yeah. I don't know. Claire, you are kissing an 11 year old girl. <laughs> how does it feel? my so getting back real quick to the yosef thing and one of the things that annoys me about dale and feels a little forced is how he is there in every situation she's Mm. crying she's upset here comes dale they'll rescue yeah i i totally don't believe that though like oh producers are in that man's ear he's wearing like a chip in his ear Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like Claire's crying again. Go to the west wing of the of the lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like I literally like was watching it, and I was like, "Oh, of course he's there!" Yeah. Like, oh. this, like that's that's ridiculous. Like no other person. Like it's so bad because usually, like when I watch like these shows it does take me a couple episodes in to get to know like the people like you have your obvious ones that stand out but then there's like several people that i still don't know their names yeah like i truly do not know any other person's name on this show like i think besides dale because, because that Claire only talks but, about him yes and yeah. that's what's really crazy is because dale wasn't the only person who showed support after that had happened Jay was there. Riley was there. They were all trying to cheer her up, and she was like, I need a minute. And then Dale came by, and she was like, I don't need a minute anymore. <laughs> Let me just jump into his lap. <laughs> I fell. <laughs> Basically. It's unbelievable. It is. It, and and I, I, it bothers me, too, because there's some, uh, there's some high-quality men. I, uh, uh, like, really love Bennett. Yes. Yes, I think Bennett. he is so funny. He's Ivy League educated. <laughs> you could have the party city model who wears like who dresses as a taco, <laughs> or a man who went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. There's like there's yep. another guy on there that looks like he looks like the Dollar Tree version of Grocery Store Joe, and I feel like his name is Ed. There is I, an Ed on the season. I think <laughs> he's feel I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> And I agree. He just like uh, <laughs> I just saw him, and I was like, "Joe, is that you?" Oh man! <laughs> but it's like I know nothing about them. Like I like yeah. I know nothing about them. Uh-huh. And neither does Claire because she doesn't make an effort to ask them anything about themselves. It's always like, "So, so, what did Dale say about being best <laughs> yeah. with?" He said something about being best suited for me and a front runner. What did he say? I want to know what he said. 
I hate her. I hate her. I do too. Well, I just, like I've said before, like you're 39 years old. This is your fourth attempt of going on The Bachelor. You've been proposed to on one of these shows before. Looking at you, Benoit. Okay. And I'm just saying like, at some point, I would start to look within myself yes. and yes. say, you know, maybe it is me. Yeah. Like, right. You know, like sure. maybe the problem is actually me. Yes. Statistically speaking, like if we want to go from like an educational standpoint here, she had has had one out of four opportunities to meet someone. 25%. Like everyday life. Like, like we're just talking about four times she's gone on like a specific like dating show. Yes. But like you don't meet anybody when you go to yoga. You yes. don't you don't you don't meet it. You're not on a dating app. Like I just find it very strange. The whole thing is just and I also find the whole idea of like this was our best pick. Right. right. Out of all of the seasons? I Claire? Yes. Yes, and I th- I think it also ties into, I don't want to go against any of my feminist morals here. This is what I want to make clear, because I can't stand her, and I feel like part of that is going against my support for women, all women. Um, however, I do feel like she loves being the center of attention. Yeah. She loves to talk about feminism in a way that's very elementary, in a way that I haven't really seen it expand. Mm -hmm. She likes to go after hot ticket items of feminism and just say she's a strong, independent woman, yet she'll gaslight someone when she makes the first move to kiss them and then stops halfway and then blames it on him being too aggressive with her when she is the one who initiated. I'm sorry, that's just, that's kind of your form of consent is moving towards him for a kiss. So Mm -hmm. don't, don't make such a bad image for all women who actually come forward and say men have been aggressive towards them when we have it and we have seen video evidence of you making the first initial movement and then he does sort of become aggressive afterwards, yes. but you gave him, you know, you gave him that that clue that you wanted to kiss him. It's It's a very fine line because he shouldn't be grabbing her. 100 percent and and that triggers something because she has been in abusive relationships in the past but i do agree with your point that she goes in giving consent essentially Mm -hmm. and then backs up it's like of course it's going to be awkward so there's fault on both sides with it yes yeah there yeah i totally agree with what you're saying Allie. and i understand like i want to support her and everything but uh, but also she makes it very hard because she is likes to say that she's a strong independent woman but you can tell that she's so insecure and that she, and that that is showing through so much i mean you don't go into somebody and then pull away like that that doesn't really equate or like make a whole lot of sense so i feel like a lot of it falls on her and I don't think it's there's anything wrong with saying that she needs to take personal responsibility that is part of being a strong independent woman is taking personal responsibility looking at yourself understanding the consequences of all of your actions and also being self-aware and she has no self-awareness whatsoever yes Mm-hmm. She's very oblivious to a lot of things. I think my favorite right. thing that she's oblivious to is everybody being upset at her because she's only paying attention to Dale. She doesn't see that. She literally has his pants. <laughs> yes, she she like showed like Deanna from season four came in was like her visit thing and they were talking and she was like yeah there's this guy Dale it's the first guy that comes out of her mouth and then she shows yeah. her pants and the crazy thing is he wears a size forty six. Did I miss that part? Like, did I black out? She literally did sniff his pants. Did I black out? Like, did I get so filled with rage at her that I didn't see that? He shoved the pants in Deanna's face. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I, like, I'm, you know, I can speak from a point of, like, I'm married now. I have never (laughs) in my life Uh taken care of my husband's pants. (laughs) 
sniffed them and then asked my best friend to sniff them again. <laughs> that is not right. And that is something in and of itself that should be discussed. Outside of just the weirdness. Yes. Right. So like, okay, that's odd. But it's it, it it's very objectifying. So you're yes. so you're smelling his pants like do, do you do you know what this guy does for a living? Do you know like I don't feel like there's any like there's there's no depth to anything between her and Dale though. Right. Like, everything is very surface level. Oh, yes. I agree. I I think it's only based on attraction. The other thing is, does he not sweat? Like, why is she sniffing his pants? Like, they they, they can't smell that good. That is, there. <sighs> Just, she pulled so up the questions. pair of pants and she was like, assless chaps. <laughs> <laughs> they got me wearing. <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> but, like, I don't know. I Like I said, I've never, never thought about, like, picking up a pair of pants and, like, smelling them i just like yeah but but honestly obviously like she was that was like an entertainment like attention factor but i also like think like would you do that for anybody else on this season no you know so then that goes to show you that like she clearly all she could do is tell deanna about dale like i don't think she name dropped one other person no and also then there's that piece and then don't turn around and complain about how no one wants to talk to you and how you're not getting enough time with the other guys. Because clearly I think with your actions, you've made a point that it's clear mm-hmm. you want one person. So, I mean, not that I'm into Claire, but if I were the guy sitting there, it'd be like, well, why am I here? I'm not going to go ahead and make an effort because yeah. it's clear well, where your priorities are. I agree. And also, if you're a guy sitting there, you're probably like, Dale? <laughs> Dale? You go, you go and Dale? First dibs. You got first dibs. And then it's like, and then, you know, like, they're waiting for Dale almost to get up out of his seat and, like, mm-hmm. take, and take her away. And it was like, oh, you know, they're thinking, oh, I'll go, I'll go after Dale, whatever, you know? So, yeah, I'm sorry. I find it hard to be interested in you if you're like 100% in on somebody else. Right. Right. And the other thing is after the blow up with Yosef, she kind of took time to herself, took the rest of the night off. The next day she went in to the house with all the guys and she just, you know, magically, you know, just this random spot that I chose to sit down and sat next to Dale. I know. The (laughs) The whole thing I think is just like, it feels like the Claire and Dale show. It and it's is. yes. People watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, do I, you know, as a viewer, this is pure entertainment. Mm-hmm. And do I really think that there's going to be like a ton of relationships that come out of this? Probably not. No. But still, I watch it for like the different people that are coming onto the show, not to just watch two people. Right. That's it. For Make sure. out. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. And that's how they spend all their time together. It's all just purely physical. Mm-hmm. There's no depth to that relationship. You're so right, Kayla. Like and and personally, I love to see the man knocked off his pedestal at the roast. I just love how they oh. laid into him. They laid into him. And it was just it was it was a sight. Can we just see. talk about how hilarious Bennett's was? Because he didn't really have any jokes. He literally just stood up there and was like, I hate Dale. All my homies hate Dale. And then he was like, zing. <laughs> he well, really was not funny. He, he wasn't, wasn't funny. funny at all. He was just truthful. She couldn't even embrace, like, the roast. Like, when you're roasting people, like, you have to, like, kind of go in with like an open mind like okay they're gonna make digs at me I'm gonna make digs at them and it's gonna be whatever yes she was so personally offended by everything that they said and that just like it, it was just proving another point of okay clearly this is the only person that you're that you're here for and it made it so clear to them uh-huh. because he didn't hold back from saying like why are you guys all hating on Dale yes Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and Kayla, it's very clear 
who she wants. It's because she said to the producer, how could they say that about my fiance? It's a pretty big Ma'am, word. you're still dating people. Oh, Why are I you really, yeah, I totally like, I think I caught that. And then I just chose to like, be like, I don't think she really said that. Oh, I, guess I, I could not believe my ears. I was so ready for the episode to be over. And then I heard that and I was like, what? What did you yes. say? <laughs> what? <laughs> Couldn't believe Crazy. that came out. Right, and that that's what also leads me to believe there was some hanky-panky going on prior to the show starting its filming. Because there was another, it was, I believe it was Blake Moynes, who was the other guy where he, like, admitted that he had spoken prior to the show <laughs> to her. I would like to talk about him for a second. Do we have time? Can we carve that into our schedule? Because yes, he makes me very uncomfortable. There's something about schedule. him, <laughs> the vibes that man gives off. Yeah, it's like yeah. me alone at a gas station at 11 p.m. and there's a man filling up next to me. Like, that's the kind of vibes I get. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, yeah, I, I, I totally agree, though. Yeah. I don't like, like it. Blink twice if you need out. <laughs> Sorry, Blake, if you're listening. We also, uh, the other guy that I really, really like is Jason. Do you now, have any thoughts is about him? Jason or Jason? Jason, <laughs> the one who killed someone, definitely. <laughs> is that the guy she went on the first, like, one-on-one yes. with? She went on the one-on-one and was like, talk about your insecurities and things that are wrong with you. There's some unpacked trauma there that we need to discuss. A hundred percent, because my favorite, we talked about this. He could have killed someone. It is is possible. We were talking about, me and Julie were talking about, like, the things that they were saying, and she was just like, things that are wrong about me, you know. I love too easy. I, you know, I fall too easy. And he's just like, I'm manipulative. <laughs> I'm cold. <laughs> Generally unpleasant. I, there were so many red flags. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If if somebody did go on like a date like that and they said like people say I'm manipulative, I'd be like, whoa, wait a minute. We have to talk. Yeah. It's not, it's, it was like, what do people say about you? Like. People have told you you're manipulative before. That is not a good look. Right. That's so, that's the time I head out, yeah. I think. I'd be like, huh, <laughs> but like, pick up the check. I couldn't quite piece that <laughs> whole thing together because there was definitely some trauma there, and mm. I couldn't figure out where it stemmed from. I, I think and it's pretty obvious to me that it was when he spoke about his parents' relationship. And how they're still together, but, but he says that they should be. be more than like them. Oh, they shouldn't be together. Like they should get divorced. Like it's got to be more than that. Well, it's got to be more than that. We're not sure what it is. I think that there's yeah. something that happened in there that's pretty major. That yeah, we just. Don't I feel know like about. that's to be revealed later with Tasha. Maybe, maybe he Ooh. and Tasha will have a connection. Good foreshadowing. Yeah, maybe. We can only hope. Now, that's someone that I don't know a ton about, so maybe you could educate me a little bit more on Tasha. I love, I love Tasha. So I love her. Tasha was with my man, John Paul Jones. Yes. Yes. And I really shipped them. I shipped them hard. I I did too. Such an unusual couple. And he was, I mean, John Paul Jones has got to be like, the weirdest, like most chill guy mm-hmm. besides Jared that I've ever yes, seen or met. I agree. Mm-hmm. And um, but I love Tasha. Like, like I feel like there we didn't get enough of her. Right, and she was originally on Colton season. Correct me if I'm wrong, Kayla. Yeah, she was on Colton season, and okay. she went to the final three. I yes. think she did. He did her dirty by going yeah. back he with did um, far. She's an SLP. I should know this. Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I adore her. I think I loved her more on Paradise for sure. Oh, Bachelor in Paradise, you just see a different side of people. Yes. Honestly, Bachelor in Paradise is the premium Bachelor um, series. I yeah. agree. 
I agree. It's good. It's the best one in the franchise. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. That is what I've heard. I've actually got to start to binge that now that I'm basically officially done with Survivor. Uh, so... I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, whenever the next season of that comes on, that's something that I'm probably going to podcast about as well. Well, honestly, um, more successful relationships I think have come out of that show than The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Yeah, that's what I I've heard as well. So many couples that are even from Tasha's and JPJ's uh, season that are still together. It's like Hannah, Dylan. Hannah and Dylan, I love. Oh, they're um, so cute. And then also... Um, Ashley and Jared are a big one. Yes. Who am I thinking of? She was the, like, um, runner-up for Miss South Carolina or something. I cannot remember her name. And the guy either. I can't remember. I wish I knew. Oh, there's... Um, gosh, what's her name? to think about it I, they were kind of a weird couple they were weird was. he left and then he came back for her i'm mad at myself for not knowing but anyways it's irrelevant a, a lot of good couples uh stay together on paradise so it's true yeah hopefully on bachelor in paradise there aren't a lot of pants that are passed around uh, we can only hope. I don't think they wear a lot of pants. They're usually in swimsuits. Yep. It's, it's, a, it's a good time there. So for moving forward, uh, <laughs> since you guys kind of know a little bit about Taisha, is there any guy that does stick out to you that will be remaining on the season, so anybody but Dale, that maybe she would get together with? That Taisha would get together with? Yes. Hmm. That's a good question. I honestly still have high hopes for Bennett. I feel like she and Bennett can have some really nice um, discussions, maybe get to know each other. The quirkiness of, like, what JPJ had to. Yes! Looking for somebody that... You know, she can be serious with, but she can also, like, have fun with. Oh, absolutely. You know, um... But, like, I don't know. It's hard to say because what would work for one bachelor or bachelorette might not work for somebody else. And there's yeah. never a season like this where you're keeping the same guys and moving on with a different, like, bachelorette. So, honestly, I don't feel like it's very fair to Tasha that she doesn't get, like, a full-blown season. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was kind of a... Um, cowardly move on the um shoulders of not only bachelor but like abc in general Mm -hmm. to have to feel like they have to like fill a shoe and i I mean honestly like this came out pretty much in the height of when black lives matter started Mm -hmm. and they announced tasha and then they announced also the next bachelor which has never really been done before because mm-hmm. it's Matt. Is it Matt Jones or? Yeah, Matt. Matt it, James. It, huh? Matt James. Yeah. So he is. So, and he is the first African American bachelor. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I feel like it was, I appreciate it, but I feel like this should have happened a long time ago. It feels, it feels forced. performative. Yes. Yeah. What it feels like. Yes, it feels shallow. It yeah. feels like Tasha was the second option, and we're doing this so we can fulfill a need that people want to see. And I'm, and that's how I feel, which isn't fair because, like, I want Tasha. Like, I want Tasha a whole season. Oh, you know, absolutely. But and like also, Kayla, we're having a hard time picking a guy for her to be with, and it's because we don't know them. Because we don't know who they are because uh, we only spent time with Dale. That is so true. We don't I, know them. I can't I can only tell you Bennett's name. I could not tell you and easy, but it's because his name is easy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> also, easy, uh that was quite the oversight by the production and casting for uh yeah. the Bachelorette. Yeah. 
I feel like I'm missing out on something. What he, happened? Uh, really bad sexual assault allegations against him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't yeah, like that either. Was, everyone was kind of like go easy like in the beginning. And then uh, things started to come out through Twitter and TikTok mm. about um, people that were, you know, girls that were coming forward. Mm. And it was not just one. It was several. Yes. And um, I mean, honestly, like for me, he was canceled after the first oh, girl came out. Yes, like same. If somebody is saying something... I believe them. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's a lot of ridicule that you're going to put on yourself if you come forward without, mm -hmm. you know, having that trauma. 100%. So, and I think that that needed to be, that needs to be addressed. Oh yes. yeah, absolutely. And that's the problem with them for not vetting him well enough to figure that out. Right. Yeah. There definitely has to be a, a deeper interview process, maybe. For sure. That could not be happening. Other things that you can figure out, you can speak to people that know him. And I feel like at some point that that could have came out if you had done more research on him. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's it's a shame, really. They, they, they screwed that up. Right. Because those women now have to see that man every week on television mm -hmm. and be like oh okay so that's what he gets for what he did to me and not only do they get to see him they get to see the production crew show him in a good light yes because yeah. before Absolutely. we had knew that everybody liked him yeah yeah i agree yeah. very i was under a, a spell obviously because i had no idea one that happened had i known I obviously would not like him, but right. I he was one of my favorites. Yeah, same here. And then I found that out, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Of That's course. very disappointing. Very, very disappointing <laughs> yeah. on their part. But uh, one other guy that I do like that has been shown a little bit that uh, I really think is interesting is Riley. I'm honestly going to have to look up a picture. <laughs> because I, when I say this, I don't know them. Right. And it's because of Claire. It's her fault. And I will totally put that on her. Oh, I like him. Yeah, that if you would like to look Oh, oh yes, I love him. Yes. Oh, oh, I could see he and Tasha being a thing as well. I think he is he has um it was kind of like that thing where he went at Yosef and was like, if you do say this to her, it needs to be done in a respectful way. Yeah, like, we just need to respect her. It's okay to come forward with problems. You just need to do it in a respectful way. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was obviously disappointed in what Yosef did, but I, I've always liked. I feel like Tasha would would enjoy that in a man, for sure. Right, and, and some of the confessionals, the few that we've had, he just seems like a genuinely good guy too. Yeah, I agree. Uh -huh. Yeah, I agree. Also, um, I'm obligated to like him, but I like Jay. Wait, now I have to look him up too. I've, I've uh, re I reached out I to him like on Instagram. This is, this is important to let everybody know that Jay is your stage name, and not your your actual given name. But you know, it, it, Jared, it works. Oh, I like Jay as well. I reached out to him, Allie. No way. Yeah, I said, hey, Jay, you're doing a good job representing Jays around the world. Keep it up, King. And he liked it. <laughs> he liked it? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no way. That's amazing. And he liked, didn't he like, one like, of my, the uh, he responded to me once as well on one of his, let me, let me find it. Honestly, leave it to you to know nothing about something. <laughs> Yeah, get involved and like get all of this like, I don't know attention. Attention. He posted on Instagram, "Time with Claire's currency," and a lot of us are broke. <laughs> Turned into ABC tonight, and I said, "Can't wait." Wow. Keep present representing Jay's king, and he said, "I got you, Jay." <laughs> oh my god! So, with all the topic about like the bachelors that we've seen, I know we haven't gotten a ton of information on all of them uh, because of Claire and Dale. But Thanks, are there Claire. any that are there any that stand out to you that maybe you could see being the bachelor? Mm, I think it's too early to tell with that. Usually, like 
when you're looking at the season, I feel like as you go throughout, it becomes clear like, oh, this guy is like really being set up like for the bachelor or this girl is really being set up for the bachelorette. But obviously it doesn't always go that way because it totally came out of left field when they announced Claire. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can think one thing and it, you know, become another because of the way that the whole season has gone so far. I don't think that we can say for sure, oh, this guy could definitely be a possibility because truly I don't know enough about them. Yeah. And you, when you start to realize like who might be the bachelor or the bachelorette, you kind of get a sense for like who they are as a person, what they believe and things like that. Like I honestly thought that Maddie Pruitt or, um, Hannah Ann, like somebody from that season, um, was going to come out the bachelorette and I was clearly wrong. Yes. I think we were all really disappointed. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of, I'd hated Peter's season. Like, a horrible thing. The worst season I think I've ever seen. Yeah. So I honestly don't know who I would have wanted. And um, I felt like all those girls were really young and like didn't yes. know what they wanted out of life. Um, yeah. Especially to settle down. So I feel like that that was hard to tell, but I don't know. This is, this is so, it's very early and we don't know enough about these guys. I, I think in seasons past, whenever I knew who I wanted to be next, it was when it was down to like the final three. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, if this doesn't work out, I want this person. And we've had a whole season with them. But to declare, we, I, I also kind of want to know how many, how time passes on the show and how long they've actually been in contact with one another at this point. Mm-hmm. That's is it a week by week basis or do they do like a shot in a day? Like, has it been days or weeks? I don't know, but the amount of time has been very short. Right. I'm pretty sure. And, and I can't necessarily confirm it. I'm pretty sure they said that it's done with Claire officially on day 12. Oh my God! Right, and that's what you that's know, what I have heard as well. And I, um, yeah, uh, there's been a lot of speculation about like just how all of that goes down. Yeah, obviously we've seen like the previews of Chris Harrison being like, "How could you? You blew up the bachelorette." That's my favorite. Yes. That's my favorite line. Um. So, but some people are saying like I've seen a lot of like tweets and stuff that have gone around and apparently um, people are saying like that she was forced out of being the bachelorette and she's been liking those tweets. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it was something like, Oh, I'm done. I found Dale. I really want to stop and go love each other. Or if they pushed her out because it was so one-sided. That's so interesting. They're like, we literally cannot make good TV out of you pining after one man when there are 30 others <laughs> sitting. Right. Doing it, drinking cocktails for an hour while you make out with another. Like, there's no way we can make good content out of this. Like, that's such a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do love like that, that all the it. guys are like just like hanging out. It's so wholesome. It, it, it really is. But Kayla, remember, they're supposed to be approaching her. It's not supposed to be bro time. Just remember that, though. Fair like, enough, what yeah. are they supposed to do? Twiddle their thumbs and not speak to one another? Like, what? Oh, I hate her. They? Jared, have you heard about, like, any of that, like, being forced out? That's the rumor that I'm hearing, and I do believe that that's very possible. Um, I highly doubt that Chris Harrison would want this to continue because, it, it, like Allie said, you know, there's only so much you can do with it. You you can get content out of that, but 
after say six episodes of it, it's the same damn thing over and over. Yeah. Like we're we're not going to be interested in that. So I think this is the best way to do it. She was set on Dale. I don't know why she'd be so upset about that. She wasn't giving anybody else the time of day. You you know what too from from a producer standpoint, it's like how do we get viewer buy in if we know what the end result is going to be. Part yes. of why I was so attracted to the show is because I didn't know who they were going to end up with in the end. Mm -hmm. so like why why would i keep watching if i know she's gonna end up with dale why would i spend an hour every night or however long it is two hours every night watching something when i know the end result exactly the issue too was is that they decided to do this like in the middle of in the height of like all the craziness in the middle mm -hmm. of the pandemic mm -hmm. and we had nothing better to do but just like glue our eyes to whatever else was happening in the world mm -hmm. and they had probably they did the worst job of keeping anything under wraps with this season mm -hmm. like we all knew that this was happening far before this season aired yeah. that is so true I obviously it was because we all had nothing better to do than just sit around and speculate and, you know, have people pay attention to what was going on and things like that. But obviously there's spoilers that happen like every year. And if you want to go and figure out who wins that season, you can easily go and find out and figure out who wins that season. But also not to this extent. Right. Like, yeah. Right. It's I don't know. Fair. Because, I mean, it, it's like with anything, really. I mean, if, if Allie is sitting at home watching an Ohio State game, they're up 35 nothing after the second quarter, she's probably not going to watch the end of it. She knows what's going to happen. I am very tempted to turn it off. However, I know the backlash I would receive from my father. So that is why I keep it on. <laughs> but and that is very true. It's a boring game to watch. It's not yes. fun to watch anymore. You like when there's a bit of a competition to the game. That's what you, you go to see. You go to see. If you know what's going to happen, it's not as appealing. Exactly. We, we know that she's going to be yep. with Dale. Why beat a dead horse with it? Let's just end it there. You can be on your merry way. Yes. Right. And I think, and, and if they did force her out, that's a very smart move on them. Yeah. And then you bring in a fan favorite of Taisha, and she finally gets to meet someone we've wanted her to meet for so long. Like, that's just a very good move mm -hmm. on the Bachelor production team. The only thing that I don't like about it, and you, I believe, I can't remember if it was you or Kayla alluded to this earlier, was the fact that it's not going to be a full cast. It's understandable, though, because of COVID that you can't just bring those guys back. Right. But Now, did you hear anything about some of the guys coming back? Because I heard a, a approximately four of them do come back. I have not heard anything about it. I was just going I... under the assumption that they, they weren't bringing any of them back. Now, I don't know. That could be total speculation. But, and they could very well have given them the option, like, if you feel comfortable with it and stuff. But that is a big ask because you are in the middle of a pandemic. You have to leave your family. You have to go through the COVID testing every day. Like, there are sacrifices that they had to make in order to make it safe for everybody. And, you know, I appreciate that. Um, but still, that's a big... I don't know if I had been like kicked off and it was my time, I probably would have been like, eh. Maybe. You know, Yosef's going back to his daughter. Yeah. So there's no Yosef way that. Yosef has a daughter. Did back. you know that, guys? He has a daughter. <laughs> I did not know that. It's crazy. I'm glad you mentioned it. So many no times. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just glad that that wonderful father can go back to her. Oh, me too. Knowing the the role model she gets to to view is not clear great so great. do we have any expectations about what thursday's episode will look like i expect something to go off the rails and i'm hoping something goes off the rails to be honest yeah. i feel like i need some more entertainment out of this show of yeah i remember there was a clip where claire is like hugging someone i don't know if it's a producer or like a family member yes i know what you're talking about yeah she seems to be close with the producer who she said uh dale was her fiance so i'm wondering if it's that woman or like not to make light of this but her dying mother 
Oh, yeah. maybe, maybe. I don't know. And I, again, not to make light of that situation at all, but it's, she's just, she, everything is turned back on her. All yes. The time. And it's, it's quite old. And honestly, it, it could have been a thing though, where the producers kind of saw where this was going and like, just decided like, this is, she, this is not going to be a fan favorite, you know? Yeah, maybe, maybe. And everything was so one-sided with Dale. So I, I don't know. I expect, obviously they made the promo at the end with Tasha like coming in, coming out of the water. That was odd. It was odd. Um, We could have done that. I don't know. Like, just a lot different. Yes. And not totally fast times at Ridgemont High Lake. Yeah. um, I don't know. I just feel like maybe they're bringing her in at this episode is what it it felt like to me. I have a bold prediction about it. Oh, dear. The prediction is we are going to get a lot of content about, you know, Claire crying and stuff like that. And she's going to be forced out. We're going to see the guy's reactions. You know, she's going to have, I think, a family member there. Or maybe it is the producer, like Allie said. There's going to be a whole lot of that stuff happening. She's going to be forced out. And the episode's going to end with Tasha about to get out of the limo. And we're going to be left on a clip. Ooh, that's a prediction. If you... Wow, if that's correct, you wrote this show. Yes. Well, also, I want to I want to circle back because I know they are definitely going to cut to a point. I can't remember if my memory serves me. They haven't walked out on her yet. Mm-hmm. That's so we will see that. Episode. That'll yes. be real interesting. I'm very excited to see them walk out on her and me also too. see her reaction because of that. Because. That'll be one to remember, and that will probably piss me off again with how she reacts to it. Of course. But we still haven't seen that, so that'll be fun. Right. I thought we were going to see it the last episode, but they kind of they kind of left I us hanging upset. on it. I was real upset. And granted, I will say, I don't watch these live, but if I did, I would be even more pissed off. I was watching it on Hulu, and I was still mad. I didn't <laughs> have any commercials. What's I don't have that? cable, so I watch it all on Hulu, and I don't have any of the commercials, which is yes. possibly the best. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think I'd watch the show live. I don't think That's I will. A lot of two hours of, of Claire with commercials. Yes. It's I, not I've been suffering it. through it, so. What would you, you say? I've been suffering through it, but when you run a podcast about it, those are the sacrifices you have to make. Right. You do have to watch it live. And we we appreciate your sacrifice, Jay. Jared, is this something that that you you do as like a roommate bonding experience, or is this a solo adventure? No, it was more so me and Bryant turned on The Bachelor last year, the finale of Pilot Pete season, and we were live tweeting it as a joke, and we were like, what if we did a podcast about it? And we were kind of half joking when we said it. And then we saw the Bachelorette was like rolling around. We were like, let's do it. We have a lot of fun with it. It's just like the best season to do a podcast on. Oh, absolutely. There's been just so much drama left. There has been. So do you watch it with Brian? If you guys are. We do. All four of us watch it. And uh, we have a great time with it. I have my laptop out. I take notes. Oh, my goodness. You are dedicated. Of course. You are. Always doing your research. (laughs) You got to be prepared. You do. You got to do some, like, deep-seated analysis. 100%. I'm always prepared with it. Good. Good. Legitimately, though, I I do love taking notes. It's a lot of fun to do. Doing podcasts (laughs) is a lot of fun. Good. Well, you're really good at it. Oh, I I appreciate that. Yes, I agree. I agree. You have I, a radio voice. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah, you guys for listening to into the Inflate My Ego podcast. Wait, both of you were talking at the same time. <laughs> what was that? You go first. Go ahead. I said thank you for listening to the Inflate Jay's Ego podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And Kill, what did you say? 
I said, uh, today we're going to find out if I have a voice for radio or not. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my gosh. I forget that this is being, like, recorded. Yes, it's being recorded And, like, right I'll now. actually be able to hear myself back. Yeah, you can hear it through Spotify or Apple Music or whatever platform <laughs> you'd like to listen to it on. <laughs> and we'll make sure to promote it through our exclusive family group chat. Of course. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're going to get some views, and I'm very excited we'll get, about we'll that. We'll get ego, ego boosted there for <laughs> sure. So is there anything else you guys would like to discuss or chime in with? Other than I, as, as much as I'd like to think I know what's going to happen on Thursday, I also don't know. Mm-hmm. And, I, and for that, I am very excited. I'm going to stay off Twitter and then watch it Friday, all in my lonesome, on Hulu. Okay. And let you know my thoughts then, for sure. And uh, you can listen to the podcast we release on Friday, because that's when we shoot it. So you'll have the opportunity to see it and then maybe listen to it after. Oh, how nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. How nice. That's the one perk of this episode being on Thursday, I suppose. That's true. That's true. So when does this episode drop? I'm going to edit it and it'll drop tonight. Well, hot damn. All right. <laughs> uh, thank you guys again for, for coming on. It was a lot of fun to have you guys on, to hear awesome. your thoughts and Thanks everything. Thanks for having us, Jay. And we had I, some... had a, I had a great time. Yeah, and we... it was therapeutic. Right. <laughs> we had some good discussions, too, specifically about feminism and the whole process of casting as well as uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, too, and how that kind of impacted this season was was really enjoyable to talk about. I think we had some good dialogue there. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. I feel like it ties into anything you want to talk about that's happened during that time period. For sure. Absolutely. Really easy to discuss and bring it into the conversation. And important to it, discuss. And it's bring very it. important to discuss it. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate you guys doing that. Appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you very much for this. Thanks for uh, having us, Jay. Of course. So for this part two of the Rings of Roses podcast for this week. I'm Jay Ashdown, alongside Allie Baldwin and Kayla Leshik, signing out.